Welcome to Try Not to Blink, a podcast about the ups and downs, ins and outs, news tips and tricks of those who live the optometry lifestyle. We'd like to thank the amazing people at Valley Contacts for making this podcast possible, makers of stellar gas permeable lenses and the oh-so-incredible custom-stable scleral lens. My name is Dr. James Diem, and I am joined by my co-host, Rockin' It, on the West Coast, Dr. Roya Habibi. Dr. Roya, what is up? Como esta? Bien. Oh, okay. Es un nuevo año. Ah, yeah, it's a... Uh, Felicidades. Ooh. Well, <laughs> it just rolls right off the tongue. You're you're getting good at that. Hey, you know, I'm just trying to match your level of uh, Espanol. Yeah. Mucho Espanol in Hazleton, that's for sure. <laughs> Lots of uh, ojos here. Um, that's true. Mucho seco ojos and mucho borroso, which is uh, blurry. Uh, blurry in... Uh, Por uh, cerca, por leer, for close vision okay. or reading, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, hey, it's a it's a big topic right now. This is a is special true. episode, right? We we do this every year, and for those of you that uh, don't know, you know, our podcast has been around now for how long? Two and a half years, three years, seven years, twenty five years. I don't know. It seems like that years. sometimes, right? But we've been going yeah. strong, <laughs> and every week for you know. Uh, Two and a half years, and so we've had the distinct pleasure of celebrating New Year's and reflecting on the year past and year to come. And uh, we have done, you know, this this cool uh, thing, which is, you know, kind of as as we're reviewing it, uh, maybe not so cool um, because. <laughs> We're not always the best at achieving our goals, but you know, we set some goals and hopefully. Um, you know, achieve them. So, what you- they say setting goals is a good thing because then you actually have something to like hold yourself accountable. But then also, <sighs> sometimes, like one thing that I will say, looking back from 2020 to 2021, Jimmy, you got a little better about not like creating a list of 30 things to do. So, like that's a good goal maybe for this year too. But it is. Uh, let's talk about it for a second because it's fun. I mean, how much of this have we accomplished? Because uh, we have accomplished a lot in the past you year. Just tell me them. I mean, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so you said grow into your new obvious, have a good revenue average to pay for investments. Okay. I think we've done. I would say, I think check. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we're doing good. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't know about this one. You wanted to do one post on Instagram a week and one live a week. Slam. Fail. Not so good. Total fail. <laughs> Maybe that lasted, seven like posts. maybe three weeks. Done. Maybe I'll I'll take that one again though. We'll start that one up again. There you go. Um, grow listenership. You know, we did that. The you did the Instagram challenge, which would be a yeah. great thing to do again in the new year to get me get me yes. going. But that was that was great. That really did get me going. But um, yes. grow listenership. I, I will be honest. You know, with this one, I think you know. Hey folks out there because you know we really enjoy uh you know i was just somewhere literally two days ago and i had two people come up to me Uh, i was a local society meeting in in florida in miami florida and um two people in a group of 30 uh doctors of optometry came up to me and said yeah we love the podcast thank you so much so we know we have people out there um you know we were at academy this year that listened to us and uh, appreciate what we're what we're doing um my request would be tell a friend 
tell a friend, let some let let someone know, you know, about the podcast and you know why it is that you like it and uh, share it with with them because certainly, you know, hey, we do want to um, you know grow the grow the podcast and um, you know to to get the support to make the podcast. Uh, continue. Um, the listenership matters. You know, they the the um, supporters of the podcast want to know that, and so um, we've had some fluctuations in listenership. But I think we're still you know pretty strong as far as that's concerned. But we've seen a little bit of a variation with with COVID, probably people's changing. Uh, uh, schedules and you know just the way that they do things change. So we saw a change in our listenership. So I wouldn't necessarily say that we've achieved the goal goal of growing our listenership, but I do. Well, we think- said grow it by double. That's a little dramatic. I, we did grow it. I do think. But yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I think. Yeah, I think. So often, I mean, obviously, we were just an academy, um, and so often people come up and say thank you you know, you really got me through, you know, my drives to my course, or you really helped me on my commute every morning. Uh, or like, you know, as often as I listen, which that feels really good. But I think if you like our show, the most appreciated thing we have aside from a shout out or a message on Instagram or whatever is tell one friend, like shoot a message to your friend. Hey, we, we all have our like OD colleagues shoot a message to them. Say, Hey, listen to this. You're into podcasts or check out this show. I really learned a lot. L- let's talk about this, about our like patient that we saw last week or whatever, because <clears throat> we do want to provide value and it makes us happy that you all think that there is value. So share it with someone that you think would also feel as valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the things that I said was <laughs> I try to be more generic, learn something new, which I think I learned a couple new things in the past year. Um, this is some of the new things that I learned about in the past year. Honestly, I, what, what, though I wasn't doing it at all, it was probably a goal, although it was kind of more like 2020 goal that never happened is I'm learning more about the treatment with IPL. Good. I'm learning more about... Um, Actually, the use, the consideration of cosmetics in eye care sounds weird, but I just really appreciate it because I think that, you know, there's been a lot of new products that bring light to the fact that, like, this is something that people are asking us about all day. So whether it's, you know, Upneak or even just makeup products to recommend my patients, every day we are talking about the eyes and a lot of patients, at least half of ours, at least sometimes consider wearing makeup. So anyways, that's mine. Um, For my work, I said, don't overdo it. You know, for a while, I was really trying to like, you know, increase my numbers, you know, double my workflow. And, you know, that's all fine and dandy, both for the production side of things and also for being able to see more patients. But it's not so great on like balance. And that was just me trying to reach some number of patients and, you know, stretching myself a little thin. And honestly, I caused myself a little burnout. I was really hating a lot of things and questioning what I really liked the most. And so kind of taking a step back and finding my happy, happy pace, was really important. And so I'd say I'd accomplish that. So check. Nice. For, for life, you said finish an Ironman twice. I think you did that. I didn't. Uh, I did. You did one. I did one. Yeah, I did one. And uh, thankfully, because of the C word, I was able to, um, uh, defer. So I am, in fact, registered for two Ironmans again this upcoming year. <laughs> One in in July, in yeah, June, July, uh, Ironman Lake Placid, and Ironman uh, in um, Chattanooga, which is the ones I was signed up for 
last year also. So yeah, I'm going to do it. You also put that on the list. You also said, we'll put it on your 2022 list. (laughs) You said, say no more. Did that actually happen? I did. Uh, I, I, I absolutely did. Even though I still have zero time, um, and I'm way overcommitted. I, I did start to get a little more no, noy, um, and really? uh, I wouldn't say crotchety, but just a little bit more, like kind of know my worth, you know. And and so it's there like you, you know, this is this is what it is, you know. So take it or leave it. I like that. Yeah, I, I think too, like especially in the beginning, and you probably can talk a lot more to this, being that you do a lot more, you know. KOL stuff. Yeah, KOL but, stuff, whatever that means. Yeah. Whatever that means. It means you say too, yes like to everything. Times, <laughs> That's what it it is. In the beginning, it is important to say yes yeah. to a lot of things. But then as you start to realize how much it does and like you take your time, you start to figure out what your worth really is yeah. because it's not always worth it no. to take everything. And no. But even like for us, for our show, you know, luckily just because we've had such um, continuity in what we've done, uh, we've had a lot of options and people, a lot of people come to us to want to join the show and be able to talk to you all and share their information. But, you know, we've kind of now have the luxury of saying, Hey, you know, we have a lot of content builder. We have a lot of people asking to join us and yeah, we want to protect our listeners and we want to be picky and there's value because it is a lot of yeah, effort yeah, exactly. to provide good content for yeah. you all. And we want you guys to appreciate what we're having and feel like it's authentic because we do authentically want and believe in everything that we say to you all. Right. But anyhow. Yeah. For me, I wanted to learn Spanish, which I still am slowly continuing to learn Spanish. I have a feeling you're going to get better at it. I'm getting better pretty quickly. Yeah. I've been in classes now for six months. Are you still in classes? Five days a week. I'm still in classes. Five days a week? Morning, Is that what you said? Five days a week. Seriously? Six. I know. I didn't know, I know. that. Okay. Six to 7 a.m. every day. It's tough, but you know. Wow. It's the only way to do it. Can't can't just learn doing nothing. No, that's true. But I like it. Good for you. Yeah. And travel more. That was my other one, which I say I succeeded at as well. <laughs> yes, you have traveled a good bet <laughs> and yeah, good for you. Right? Why not? Okay, what's your twenty twenty two goals? Oh, this is a fun- so um <laughs> I 2021 a lot of different things happen. You know, we we talked that we had a podcast, you know, right now I'm just my mind's in a couple different places, but um, this is this is an interesting one. I haven't even talked to you about this, um, but you know, I, I we've talked about non optometry related investments, and um, yep. you know, I had a couple things going on. I was very close. This is kind of crazy. People, some most people don't know this. I was very close to getting a golf course, which was like basically, you know, just a crazy thing. It was. Uh, very, very inexpensive as far as golf courses go. And um, I had a lot of stuff lined up. Anyway, it fell through. So I was all ready to be a golf caddy for the rest of my (laughs) life. It was a crappy old golf course. You know, it's not like some fancy place. It was just a crappy old thing and had all these dreams and long story short, it just, it it wasn't meant to be. So whatever, who cares? So we're moving on to the next thing. So I kind of was looking at other, other things in 2021, as we discussed, we, we got involved in some rental properties. So, um, I had this, you know, something kind of set aside for this other project and didn't happen. So, um, we had a talk with um, 
uh, Mike Toronto, if you recall, um, mm-hmm. Dr. Jennifer Toronto's uh, uh, husband about this type of stuff. And so I go back and forth a little bit with them, but uh, just closed or about to close on a um, Airbnb. So I'm going to, I'm going to do an Airbnb here in Pennsylvania, the Pocono region that's really got big. And so that um, my goal is to learn more about that and hopefully uh, not uh, go crazy over it and um, delegate. (laughs) So that's, that's goal number one. Um, Are we alternating? Okay. We'll alternate. Go ahead. Um, For me, I want to, I want to change. Ooh. I want a big change in my life. Big change. I want to, I, I want to like, you know, I feel like maybe just tying off of my last comment at the end about just like, like not overdoing it and whatnot. I think that like, I think I'm ready. Like, I feel like I've been doing the same things yeah. day to day and I need a change and I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, Okay, but it's going to be something good. Yeah. And I want to change. I don't want to like say the same dang things. I want to have like a new setup right. some way, whether it be. You're going to tell us about know. it at some point? Oh, for sure. Like right. whenever this change comes up, ideally within 2022. Okay. All right. This is when it's happening. All right. This is very exciting. This is going to happen. All right. Good. We're going to 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be like, Roya, did you do a big change? I want change? no change. I want no change. Yeah, that's it. That'll be my 2020. K I don't know. Is it? Different? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know we'll if see. I said that right. We'll find out. Um, all right. Uh, you know, as far as the practice goes, obviously, just always wanting to grow the practice. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we hired two new doctors this past year. So I think just getting them to be happy and busy and, you know, um, the the our newest office opened the beginning of January of 2021. Um, so it's time to it's time to open another office. Absolutely. So I think we'd like to figure where out where that's going to be. Not not going to do it, but let's figure out what location. So that's going to be number two. Identify we another office. Location. We need another office. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't have enough office number. Creating office your own number little. Four. Yeah, let's do it. Keep moving. There's a need. There's a need out there, and um, lots of folks retiring in our area in Pennsylvania, and uh, it's definitely an opportunity. So let's do it. One thing I think I want to do is I want to. I want to like get. Um, you know, when you start to realize like something's clicking and like not enough, like your patients keep having the same problem that seemed fixable in your mind, like, like a, whatever it is, maybe it's how you utilize IPL or whatever. You're like, Mm -hmm. Hey, no one's been doing this. When you hear that same comment by patients, like, is this new? Why haven't I ever heard of this before? I hear about scleral lenses sometimes and whatever, but I feel like I hear that enough in different, you know, therapies that I use and treatments that I do that I think I need to do a better job, like getting my story out on how I treat my treatment, you know, paradigm on how I treat graph versus host, for instance, like I feel like I need to send my message out more. And so I think I need to do a more proactive job and like applying for like writing articles in journals mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe doing a more proactive job, like you know, lecturing at Academy. Like a lot of times if I try and lecture, it's like with a group, which I love because it really does help with the burden. But I feel like I have a story to tell 
then I have a good message to share with my peers. And I feel like I'm just been lazy a little bit not doing that. So I think that's something I want to do. I want to like get, you know, publish something. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. That's fantastic. I love it. I, um, I'm going to, I'm going to add in, Say no more. <laughs> I'm gonna add that. It's gonna. It's gonna stay on there. Um, especially, you know, I think um, just the kids. The kids are getting so they're like humans. You know, they're really starting to have uh, personalities and notice things. You know, like they know when you're not around, and it's uh, you know, that definitely has an effect. So I think, yeah, say no more. Again. <laughs> say no more again um and uh you know just you know we're we're enjoying our family time so try to really set aside some time quarterly at least um to get away with the family do something you know just us um doesn't have to be anything extravagant it could just be you know to to a state park or something like that you know for for a whole day or something like that that's, that's a good one yeah I like that. I'm going to leave mine at three. That's good. Yeah, I was just going to keep going. Lots of things. Um, <laughs> so, good. I like to say, say no more, too. I like saying no more. Good. <laughs> I'll copy you. I like it. But I'll actually say no more. Say no more. <laughs> I will. Okay, what I do want to say more of, though, is there's some solid, juicy drama oh my God. being stirred drama up right now. And I want to talk about it because you know, I, I live for the drama. Yeah. Live for it. Um, my patient, this is not related, but my patient today came in and she's like, oh my God, my vision's changing. Like, am I about to die? Like, I'm just kind of freaking out that I'm going to die. And I was like, yes, for this drama. This is 7 a.m. I do not have time <laughs> to live through life without drama like this. Yeah. I love when people are extra dramatic and I love when I can like say that to them. Regardless, I don't know. I just thought I thought of that and I wanted to say that. But, um, viewity. Viewity. There's no, there's only one V. There's no extra V. I was like, dang, that sounds bad. Viewity. Yeah. It's just stirring up it's all the drama. Blowing right now. people's minds. It's going to kill them. And everyone's it's gonna, so freaking outside. They're like, not going to so be able to see out. at night. They're uh, all going to have retinal detachments. Uh, you're poisoning your eyes. They're going to have constant you're, headaches. You're doing harm. It's bad. It's real bad. Okay. What I want to say is like, if, how many times have you given someone something like restasis and they use it one time and they say, oh my God, it burns so bad. I'm never using that. And then they stop, right? It's happened. It's absolutely happened. Okay. I'm not trying to talk. I'm not trying to talk smack on. No, no, you're, it's say, all the time. It happens. Yeah, absolutely. All I'm trying to say is, pain. I mean, you name it. Or, it's something. You put anything, in your eye, it's going to Anything. Zydra. Blah, blah, hate blah. it. Yeah. hundred percent. Even Lodamax are, are God's, God's drop. Yeah. <laughs> love my Lodamax. Absolutely. What patient is going to keep using something that keeps giving them headaches? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's not gonna you know, there's got to be, and you know what? I often say this to patients in reference to sclerals. In fact, I had this conversation today uh, with somebody in reference to sclerals and it was just, um, you know, Hey, you're, um, She's a post-LASIK patient, 
you know, just a little bit of irregular astigmatism. She, you know, you get away with a soft contact lens, but she also has like grade three staining in both eyes. She's, you know, 51. She's active. She was a nurse. She's, you know, she doesn't feel any of the dryness. She's, you know, it's just a bad situation. She's still like 2030 best corrected you know, with contacts, right. with glasses. And I'm like, I know you could see better. You know, your retina's fine. You just gotta, you gotta, your cornea sucks. You know, it's no good. Yep. <laughs> it's, you got a regular yep. astigmatism. And I said, you know, I want you to try this hard lens. And she's like, no, you know, and naturally, you know, I went into, listen, it's not, and I did the whole spiel. It's not a hard lens. It's beautiful. It's really cool. Right. Blah, 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 all this stuff. And I just, you know, the thing with sclerals always is this. If it's not, if the benefit that you get is not equal to and or significantly better than the extra work that you have to put in, right? So like the filling the lens, cleaning the lens, because putting a soft contact lens on is really freaking easy and there's no discomfort and it's very accessible. You don't have to worry about all the crap, the tools, the solutions. So it's the pros and the cons, right? For the patient, the patient has to be the one. You could be so happy that they're 2015 and they come in, they're like, F this. I don't care. I'm happy with my 2030 vision. I think we're going to get people with this same thing. I don't care. I get a little headache. I don't care. I hate glasses. Yeah. I hate reading glasses. I don't care. I, yep. I'm i happy with it. And or they might say, well, like I got a headache once or twice. You know, like this is just one of those things that I think drives people absolutely insane. And I think it's it's the what you miss is the psychological component of the fact that this is like your aging, like your yes, grandparents yes, yes. needed bifocals and reading glasses, and now you do. Yes. You're aging. So if there's something yeah. I can do that stops that thought of aging, that that yeah. that's, you know, I'll tell you what, you know, it's been FDA approved and available now for a few weeks, and um, I've written a bunch of prescriptions. I just got samples, and um, I, for the first couple people that I had, literally had the samples just for a couple of days. And I brought, I, so what I did was I did an auto refraction. I to, did a topography to measure the exact pupil size. And then okay. I dosed it. And then I waited like 10 minutes. I did the measurement again. I rechecked vision. And I rechecked auto refraction just to see, you know, is there some change? You know, sure. What's going on here? You know, am I, am I altering the prescription? Is it going to make them blurry? Um, and in each case, I got somewhere between half a millimeter and a full millimeter of change after 10 minutes of constriction um, and improve vision each time with no change in auto refraction values. You know, so that tells me, you know, that I'm not really... I'm not changing the refractive status of the eye to the extent that there's, you know, blur created at distance, but there is improvement in the quality of vision. Why? Because we're changing depth of field, uh, depth of focus. I mean, um, anyway, long story short, um, I think it's going to be very interesting. We have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. Um, what do you, what are you hearing? What do you think? How are you discussing it with patients? I mean, what I'm saying is there's a new drop. It's about to come out. I didn't realize I could prescribe it already. Yep, I've been it's just available. sitting with my thumbs waiting for uh, samples. Waiting for samples, which yeah. allegedly are coming. But um, isn't gen- like pilocarpine that you get 
just this is a tangent for a second, but the one that you get for glaucoma, pupil constrictions, four percent and two percent, correct? Well, there is a one percent, there is a two percent, oh. and a four percent. But you know, most of the time, the ones that were, I think, the most commonly prescribed from a prescription percentage standpoint is two percent, but four percent yeah. is absolutely available, and and both of those were dosed like two to four times a day. You know, got it with the three to four times being more frequent. So um, it was a different beast, uh, more concentration, more frequent. Um, I don't know. And then beauty is one and a quarter percent. Correct. Yeah. So it's not nothing, you know, it's not nothing. I think, yeah. you know, when I heard about it, I was like, Oh, it's going to be like pilo 0.5 or pilo 0.25, yeah. like totally small. And then it was, I was actually, when I first heard what the concentration was going to be, I was actually kind of, flabbergasted. I was like, oh, well, it's actually pretty, I think, high concentration. You know, I wonder about all the things that everybody's losing their absolute minds over on ODs on Facebook. They're like proclaiming war against Allergan on this. They're just like, no way, over my dead body. I've that pile of forever. You're not going to fool me, you know? Oh my God. I I mean, honestly, like, I guess I need to go and look back and see why Pilo so bad because I don't remember it being such a bad thing. Yeah, even treating I mean, with glaucoma. Yeah, I think. But also, if a patient has, I like, I guess I'm just so used to all the side effects of other medications that I prescribe often that I'm just ready to, like, if a patient wants to try it, you're doing this kind of just for the sake that you don't want to wear your reading glasses, and so long as you're fine with that. Right. Knowing that there's going to be side effects available, then that's what it is what it is. I tell my patients every side effect that I know that is common, especially for something like this. And I think it is what it is. Right. Yeah. If someone's having bad night vision, you say, hey, your night vision might be worse. Try it out during the day. Don't drive home the first time you use it. (laughs) Same with I've been prescribing a good bit of Tirvaya and I say, hey, tastes like shit. Excuse my language. (laughs) It does. And it makes your nose hurt. And you're you're gonna sneeze, you know. Like I like to call out the side effects, and then if people want it, great. Right. Like I think holding back and making your own personal judgment on something that's approved and safe, and it is a treatment for another med- for another disease that is not causing retinal detachments regularly, or you know having huge side effects. I don't know. I just I just I don't get the hype. So it is not a new medication. So I'm not quite sure why everyone's so excited about it because it is something that's prescribed. Just it is an old medication, so right. you know Anyways, what was, I just think it's kind of crazy. Yeah, you know what was interesting was I actually heard um, someone today say um, they said, you know what, it's really crazy. I totally forgot because um, they were apparently around when uh, um, Restasis was launched. And they said it was the same thing when Restasis was launched. There was a huge uproar. Um, people like lost their minds. They're like, you know what? This is crazy medicine. It's an oral medicine. It is an immunosuppressant. It has all these crazy complications. Why would you put that in the eye? You know, all this stuff. And now, you know, look at where we are, you know? So is this, is it similar? I don't know. I don't know. But cyclosporin was not a new medicine, right? I mean, at all. It's been around for, you know, 60 years in medicine um, and they mm-hmm. just changed the use. So um, anyway, yeah, I just, I, 
it's uh it's interesting <laughs> right so. yeah it's interesting to see the hype but Anyways, we've got a fun topic to share with everyone. We're, uh, we've been going back and sharing all of our top interviews that we had at Academy, and we've got a pretty good one for you all to listen to. All right. We are super excited. Why? Because one of the things that – one of our favorite things, we, we talk about it a lot. Roy is super jealous. Uh, no, honestly. Roy is super jealous because honestly, I've been talking about OptiLite, IPL, Luminous uh, for a couple of years now. No, I want to say first. I just came up with Wild Idea a couple years ago. I was like, Jimmy, I think I want to get IPL. He's like, what's that? And then he goes and gets it. Right. I'm bound by the chains of, like, an associate. Is that, like, my decisions are not mine, right? Right. At least in that, like, buying stuff world. And then he just goes and just kills it in the IPL game. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, that is true. Well, that is true. That is true, and I, I will I not take sure. any of the credit uh, that that you've given me. But it's great. But it the is credit great. is really to Luminous, and it so is. we are, uh, you know, really excited to have Stacy Winter here, yes. Vice President of Sales, U.S. Vision for Luminous. Uh, pretty big deal. So we really appreciate Thank you, you it's joining great to be us. Here. I appreciate it. A uh, little bit of her background. She's been with Luminous for. It looks uh, like a little over two years. Two years, right. And uh, prior to that, she was in uh, regional sales director position at a, a con med, mm-hmm. uh, Abbott. She was working at Abbott and Stryker. So a lot of uh, history in the medical field and in sales. But one other really kind of cool thing that I just learned was, and now I see it on her uh, on her LinkedIn account, was that she is a professional golfer. Former, what? a has-been professional a has been. <laughs> Tell us everything there is to know about that. That is so cool. The secret of your swing. Perfect swing. Oh, my goodness. There's so much you that we golf? could discuss. Yes, I do golf. How often? Uh, not very often. <laughs> so the most frequent question I get now is, what's your handicap? Okay. And I don't even know what that is. the disclosure of that is, my handicap is my children. I have two <laughs> of them. So oh. they are the great time inhibitors. What, is their, being out what are their the names, if you don't mind? So Jack, he's uh, nine years old, and our daughter Raleigh is eight. Jack and Raleigh, she didn't mean that. (laughs) She didn't mean that at all. We're trying to uh, get them indoctrinated into country club living with uh, with Shirley Temples and popcorn. So that's the bait we use to get them out to the golf course and we can spend a bit more time there. solid bait. It's good bait. It's good bait. It's good bait. Good family fun. Wait, is that the good kind or the bad kind? Arnold Palmer's is on the up and up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The John Daly's a little thank you for the uh, love it so all right here we are and uh, we're talking a little bit about but honestly mm-hmm. a, professional golf was sure. part of your dna and yeah. and at some point you transition into the in corp the corporate right. side mm-hmm. of things how did that happen yeah um so Obviously, golf is a very competitive, individualized sport. Um, and there's this scoreboard at the end of the day that tells you, did I do good or did I do bad? And yeah. quite honestly, the most transferable profession to that is a life of sales, where you yeah, have an sure. opportunity to interact with customers and you can see very tangible results at the end of the day. If you're making an impact, are you able to compel uh, and, and get the point across about what your technology can do to enhance their practice and patient care and what that means? And so there, there's a real result at the end of that. I love that. Love it. And and so, so that was a natural fit. It was clear. So what was your first uh, position in sales? 
my very first job in sales. So um, after I got done playing, I used to see these uh, these sales representatives out on the golf course doing demo days, right? And they're, yeah. they're peddling their golf clubs yeah. and convincing you, if you just buy this, you're going to hit it further and straighter. And right. your, your, your score will go down by I at least two or three. every single time. Every time. <laughs> and like, yeah, so, you're right. Um, this does feel really good. <laughs> it looks like a great job. You were outside. You were talking to people about something that you loved. And yeah. so that was a natural transition for me, too, where it was going with something that I knew a lot about and being able to share that passion with other people. And uh, so I started out in the in the golf representative. Cool. Uh, I worked for McGregor Golf Company. They cool. had just started an inside sales team to try to um, bring about a resurgence in a brand that was a bit on the decline since its heydays back in the 50s and 60s. Cool. And then I sold for a short period of time uh, Greg Norman Apparel too. Oh, neat. Cool. And it was on the golf course that I met a medical device recruiter and the rest is history. They're that was like, the crossover. get out of golf. You're yeah, way so better there's than an this. opportunity out side of uh, peddling your wares on a golf course. And so that took me into the medical device arena. Wow. And now fast forward to to Luminous. Here we are. So two years. How did you get involved with Luminous? So um, I originally joined Luminous on the surgical side of it. My background, as you mentioned, had been largely hospital and capital sales based. Uh, Luminous had an opportunity out west where uh, obviously a very exciting company, rich in innovation, uh, thought leaders, and uh, joined their surgical team and was working in the, the OR with ENT and urology. And Envision uh, was a component of what we did too on that medical side, but it was just a component of it. And saw the opportunity that was vision and where things are going as far as some of the new technologies that we've brought into the place, the digital platform for our SLT and YAG laser, uh, which is obviously exciting um, as we're seeing more and more laser states come on board, but more recently with the launch of OptiLite and the new FDA indication that allows a broader scope of use to all of the optometrists across the country too. So could see that there was so much excitement uh, and momentum in the vision space that had the opportunity to to lead the vision team nationally and certainly took advantage of that. It's awesome. Did, could you have seen where you are now? Like was this, has the evolution been sort of planned in a way? I mean, I, I'm sure there was a plan, but you know, it's, it seems like so much has happened in such a short period of time. Right. It almost seems, I don't want to say serendipitous or, you know, but it's like, it's good. I it's mean, been fabulous. Really and it's been a very fast ride. But quite honestly, that's how things work at Luminous. Too. Yeah. We move very quickly and uh, and it's a fun pace and uh, it's an exciting place to be. So I've, I learned a couple things the other day, uh, you know, that I just, I had no idea. And I've, I'm relatively involved in, you know, our profession and, and try to do as much research as I can to keep up to date with things. And I think people are, are generally aware of Luminous, aware of Luminous, but I don't think anyone is aware of the history that right. Luminous has. So can you please, I know you're probably sick and tired of going through this because you're like, come on, I've been saying it everywhere. You guys don't know this yet? Tell us about the history of Luminous. Well, it's exciting, and I think a lot of people don't know the history of Luminous. So Luminous was actually formed in uh, 2001, and it was the convergence of Coherent and Sharplin. Um, and so that's where Luminous came is 20 years old, but our history is beyond that with 60 years uh, with Coherent and through the technologies and innovation. When you say Coherent, what mm -hmm. do you mean by that? That was the name of the company. That was the name of the company. The name of the company. I just wanted to clarify that yeah, for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Because you think Coherent, you're like, is that a type of light? Because it is. <laughs> right. 
right. <laughs> yes. So. so inventor of the very first photocoagulator, uh, very first SLT, YAG, and Luminous also invented IPL. So we have a very long history and in innovation. So if you don't know the name Luminous, you definitely know the name Coherent. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And, and as it relates to IPL, mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously uh, you've, you've taken it to the next level, but I don't think people understand where that's come from. Sure. So can you tell us a little bit about where IPL has come from, Intense Pulse Light? Absolutely. So IPL was created in 1993 and uh, has actually been long represented within our aesthetics team. So we have uh, two divisions within Luminous. We have a team that's exclusive, focused exclusively on uh, vision and eye care and another that does aesthetics. And what was found um, through our aesthetics counterpart is that through the utilization of IPL for your classic dermatological functions, uh, that patients were coming in and saying that their dry eyes felt better. And so we started off on an adventure to explore if there was anything behind that, if it was anecdotal or if there was science to prove that. And what the FDA has just uh, signed off on is in fact that there is a significant correlate. And that is what led to the de novo in approval. Um, Which FDA means what? Indicates. What is de novo in approval? De novo means the first. So typically when you get an FDA indication, there's a preceding technology that you're comparing it to and okay. saying, you've already said that this is good. Ours is similar to that. Therefore, okay. ours is also equivalent. This is a de novo. This is the first. There's nothing like it. Um, and so we, we worked for five years to um, to get that indication. Wow. And so we are the first and only that's indicated for the treatment of dry eye therapy. So above and beyond the indication with this being a, a, a platform and technology that we've had in our portfolio for a long period of time, we've perfected it. The way that the energy is delivered, um, the way that we can treat both browns and reds, there's no other IPL device out there um, that can treat the reds. And we know that inflammation is the red. So an IPL is not an IPL. Optilite is in a class of its own. I So obviously we all know Jimmy has a lot of experience with IPL, but I was actually having a debate about this with my husband the other day. And he's mm -hmm. like, IPL, you can buy it on Amazon, right? Like how do we, let's talk about that. What does IPL really mean? And what does it mean to Luminous as being this FDA-approved device? Like, what what makes something a good or a bad device? How does it make a difference? Well, it, it, there's a significant variance in the way that there's a whole host of different cars that you can get, right? I mean, an IPL is not an IPL. The technology and the way that we deliver the energy is very unique and something that only Luminous offers. Uh, most notably, you're going to see it in the pulse delivery. So we have a triple pulse where any other IPL technology that you find in the market is going to have a single pulse, which means it's not as effective in breaking down the vasculature that's necessary in order to get the results that you're looking for. So you can't find that on Amazon. You can't find it on Amazon. Then you have your your M22 and the new Optilite, mm -hmm. right? What is the, what's the innovation? What makes Optilite so unique? Right, so the M22 was a prior generation, um, and with the with OptiLite, there's a couple of things that are vastly unique. So one is, of course, the FDA approval, which gives everyone a lot of comfort as far as incorporating the technology into their practice. When you talk about utilizing other IPLs, do you want to use an IPL that's indicated for dry eye treatment or just 
another IPL where it doesn't have the efficacy or the safety built into it. That's one of the things that you're going to find with our device as well, is that there's a, a software that's very sophisticated that makes it intuitive for the user, but it also has a host of safety mechanisms built in so that we're ensuring you're delivering the right energy every time. Above and beyond that, there's a much smaller handpiece too, 6.4 millimeter tip that allows you to get much closer to the contours of the eye so that you can get closer to the meibomian glands and uh, impact them much more significantly in a, in a better way. Hmm? The, you know, right, I, I tell the story all the time. We, we were very close to getting IPL five years ago and we were talked out of it by a local doctor who I trust and respect greatly. And he had an older, different model and he'd been mm -hmm. using it for many, many years. Sure. And he's like, that's good, but you know, it's uncomfortable. And you know, there's some downsides to it. And then fast forward, you know, six months later and I meet a luminous rep and he's like, oh, do you know so-and-so, you know, just got it. I'm like, what? He, got, he just got it, just literally told me not to get it. And so uh, what I did was I went down and I shadowed him mm -hmm. and I saw it and I was like, how could one be so different than the other? Right. And to your point, I was one of those people that was like, well, I'm going to look around on, you know, different places and see if I can get one cheaper. Right. And uh, he's like, no, there's some real, there's some, it's really different. You know, the, the cooling handpiece, the, the size of the handpiece, the thoughtful integration of all these different settings. And, <clears throat> you know, the, the thing that I think is really powerful moving forward is the flexibility of the, of the utility of it, that you could do so many different things with it. Again, with the background and aesthetics and so forth. I wanna um, transition real, real quick um, into SLT. Mm -hmm. SLT is a, uh, you know, something we're all very familiar with as doctors of optometry, some more than others, um, you know, either due to, you know, our practice setting that allows for, you know, maybe direct care with mm -hmm. an SLT sure. or direct referral to an in-house provider that does it or referral to an outside source. So, but generally speaking, we all learn how to do it and are up to date on it. You mentioned this change in C. We're seeing, you know, a, an opening up of uh, some thoughts in reference to, you know, who should, could, can, is doing this type of care for our patients, opening up access. Where where is Luminous at on some of this stuff? It's complicated. So right. um, first, I guess, let me just ask, what do you think about, um, I think what you should tell us is the history of SLT. That was something that I didn't know either. So sure. what it, your background, Luminous with SLT. Yeah. So having invented SLT, it's something that- yeah, I don't that, think a lot of people know that. <laughs> yes, you invented it. We That's invented impressive. it. So something that we're incredibly proficient in, um, and with eight laser states, three having come online this year, we're continuing to see expansion in this category. And we want to ensure that optometrists are able to practice to full scope. So we're partnering with teaching institutions, um, ASOS, uh, other other organizations. And for those that you don't help. know, that don't know, ASOS is the American Society Surgical, of Society uh, of Optometric Surgeons. Surgeons. Mm -hmm. New, new group, small group, but I think a lot of opportunity there. Yes, absolutely. So opportunities for expansion within that category. And we want to make sure that everyone's able to practice to full scope. So we're helping to participate in state credentialing where individuals have the ability to go and learn and be comfortable. If this isn't being taught in all of the schools right now, we want to give the opportunity through some of the state uh, and local societies in order to introduce people uh, to the concept so that they're comfortable with it's it. Fantastic. Quite so I know you're supporting workshops. Uh, there's been 
laser road shows, I know, and state capitals and legislators talking to them about these technologies. And my goodness, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that and how much the profession of optometry appreciates that. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about patient outcomes. And we know that this is a safe, effective way to many times offer a first line non-medical treatment for glaucoma. It makes sense. So Absolutely. It's an opportunity it. to uh, to get patients off of drops. I mean, being on drops for decades is something that's very difficult for patients. In fact, it, it affects dry eye. It's difficult for meibomian glands. It's a vicious cycle. And so there are alternatives, first line to be uh, off of pharmaceuticals and find treatments outside of that. Perfect. So one of the things that we're really excited about in our SLT technology is we just launched the new digital platform. It's been out there for a year. What that means to you is no longer our co-observation tubes necessary uh, for viewing and teaching, but it's a screen where you can capture pictures, capture videos. It's uh, downloadable to EMR so that it limits the, the interaction that's necessary in that regard. And we can do remote diagnostics too. So some really nice wow. innovations that coincide with our SLT laser. Wow, that is really, really cool. Really cool. Yeah. And uh, exciting for the future of treatment and glaucoma uh, for doctors of optometry in particular couple last questions before we let you go live your life today. So, you know, some important things that we like to know about people. Do you have a refractive error? Do you wear glasses or contacts? I was just recently fitted for NeuroLens. Were you? Okay. I was. So I'm in the process of trying those. I did get them. What's your, right, cool. what's your report? What's your review? So they've been good. Um, I'm in my first week of them. Okay, just got I am, Yeah, very so fresh. I'm very fresh into into wearing, but I am a long-time headache sufferer. Okay. And so it's something that I'm very excited to. Uh, do you do wear glasses? Did I you ever wear glasses, glasses before that? Yeah. Never, mm -hmm. ever. But yeah. you noticed that you're having some headaches and, okay. Yes. Did you go to a local provider that I, happened I went and met with Dr. Pope. Okay, um, all right, cool. Who is also a new OptiLite user. Oh, so, cool. Uh, all right. Working together to, oh, uh, yeah. to for patient satisfaction. I love it. That's great. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So if I was to get a hot dog with you at the golf course, uh, what would you put on it first? Uh, you're going to be so disappointed with my response. <laughs> you don't need hot dogs. No, I do. Of course I do. It's required. That. It's ketchup, which, yes. yeah, I know that I'm that's a, ketchup a disappointing person too, answer. Everybody's so mustard. Yeah. I'm a ketchup yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, it's so, my Midwestern I'm influence. I'm a girl too. What was that? <laughs> I said my Midwestern influence. I love it. The only thing I can't do with ketchup is hot dog. It's really good. You should try it. No. Dip it in ketchup even. Yeah, it's good. How you're, you have a flight today at 2 p.m. What time She's like, I do. <laughs> oh, I'm a last minute airport person. Good job. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a clear and TSA pre yes. um, give you a much more You got a leg up. You can be there 45 minutes. Entry, you're good. So, yeah. And it's not fun if your heart's not beating a little I bit. So the tank oh, like should it. be empty on your car. Yes. You should you should feel a little That's our bit next of, question. You, you need, just answered it for you us. Need a, you need a rush. I, <laughs> love it. Why, why, why spend any extra time at a gym when you can just get it naturally? Right. With a little anxiety. Love it. A little natural, personally induced thing. And then your muscles aren't sore the next day. Mm -hmm. Our <laughs> most important question, last question, yes. is the question that all of our listeners wait for, and that is, what is your spirit animal? My spirit, spirit animal? animal? Yes, Roy, the what is a spirit animal? you as a person. It's like, you know, we've got a little time to talk to you, but we want to know, like, are you sluggish like a sloth? Are you, like, always bouncing back like a cricket? I don't know, whatever. Like, maybe when, when 
people to hear this and I'll get you. Wow. There's so many like big, ferocious animals that yes. one would want to be, but I think I've most frequently been described as a duck. And this is a terrible <laughs> answer because it's all calm and composed on top. And right. You are paddling like crazy underneath to make it all happen. Yeah. So Ooh. I don't want to be that, <laughs> but, but I, like I think I'm that. I like That's a good one. Yeah. No, we've never heard that one. And I like the explanation and I can definitely <laughs> identify with that and many, yeah. many feel, ways. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Good. Yeah. Well, listen, Stacey, we really appreciate <laughs> you and everything you're doing at Luminous. Thank you for the partnership and the work that you're doing to, you know, advance uh, patient care on a dry eye front as well as on a glaucoma front. And who knows what's to, you know, be in the future. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Well, that's it. Before we go, reach out to it for feedback, questions, stories, things you want us to talk about either through email or on our Instagram or Facebook. We never depart without saying thanks to Valley Contacts for their support, both for the amazing lenses they make and the great people they are to work with. And be sure and tune in and listen to our next episodes. But until then, try not to blink. <laughs> <laughs>